the couch. Oh, see, none of this Yeah, it doesn't pick up like the other mic. No, it's like no, you can't speak. That's what you <laughs> he said, "You're done. <laughs> You're done. You're done." Oh, Menda, we're back again. Episode sixty-eight, one week away from episode sixty-nine. <laughs> I'm get a penis shirt. Just get a bunch of 69 par- paraphernalia. I should have waited for the twins, episode, the boys, to be episode 69. Oh, fucking. For the twins? How suiting would that be? Um, Hot topic, baby. But, Hot topic. <laughs> but the Nope episode is going to be episode 69. That's pretty fitting because 69 is a big Nope for a lot of people. <laughs> Um, what's up, man? <laughs> nope. Comes out next week. Yeah, That's nope. all I can think about. So I thought The Gray Man with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling, mm-hmm. the action movie, came out yeah, I know. on the 15th. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. No. It comes out in theaters on the 15th, but comes out on Netflix on the 22nd. Same yeah. day as Nope. So I, wa- I was like, oh, the Russo brothers, the guys who directed uh, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. Civil War. Infinity War, Endgame. Right. Basically the Captain America story. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, we're going to do that. So I watched like the Russo Brothers first movie. I watched Winter Soldier. I watched uh, Civil War. I don't think I finished Civil War. And then I didn't. I've seen Infinity War (laughs) seven, eight times. Um, Endgame. I've actually only seen Endgame once. But... um, I watched Winter Soldier. Okay. The Russo Brothers, I want to say, I just found this out like an hour ago, uh-huh. that Joe Russo, one of the Russo Brothers, tweeted that, let me actually quote him. He literally just tweeted like not too long ago, talking shit. <laughs> About what? Um, He said, so co-director Joe Russo calls it, an elitist notion to be able to go to a theater. It's very fucking expensive. So this idea that was created that we hang on to, that the theater is a sacred place, is bullshit. So he's saying that like theaters are like not like this special thing. When it's like, that's completely false. Like that's where you're supposed to go see movies. He's saying that a the- going to the movies is an elitist thing? Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's right. Is it though? Because of how yeah. much money it is, exactly. I guess now. Yeah. But like, it's a very expensive. But he's making a Netflix movie, and paying twenty dollars a month is also pretty elitist. No. Twenty dollars a month. Elitist means that a select few people do it. If everyone not has everyone Netflix, has, but everybody. A lot of people have Netflix. And it's pretty synonymous. But with Top Gun like, Maverick just made over a billion dollars. Yeah, but so a lot of people are going to go and wait until it comes out on, at home. But like that doesn't mean it's elitist, though. 
I think he, I, when he says elitist, he's, I, I kind of agree. It's like... Like first world the type movie, of thing? The movies are, like, cool, but to say that it makes everything better, it's like, movies are movies. I disagree with that. That's fine, but I agree with him. It's like... He's trying said, to, there's I think no he's way talking so. about he's talking I, about the people who are like, no, you can't put this out ever on Netflix. It's like, dude, no, you definitely relax. I think that's what he's no. trying to like. People who are, people who are like, I'm not, I'm gonna hold down on this because I don't want, I want it to come out in theaters. And it's like that's cool, but it comes out in theaters. Man, he's putting it, like, it out whatever. in theaters. He's putting it out in theaters, but it's a Netflix movie. But I don't think Netflix. I, I, I don't think the I need the, some WD forty. Sorry, because it it picks it up. The <laughs> term elitist is wrong, switch. and saying it's bullshit is wrong. So I completely disagree with his entire take on the theaters. I think it's wrong. Because you love the theaters. Well, I don't have to love the theaters to say theaters are bullshit and they're elitist. It's like. Well, slow. I understand what you're like it's, no, it's trying pretty, to get at, but it's, it's like, pretty, it's you like, gotta have dude. money to go. You, it's but a privilege like, to go to the movies. It costs money. Yeah, it's a privilege. To but have like, the full experience of the movies, you're spending like but $90. Like, oh, there's so many people that like cancel Netflix. You know yeah, because I mean? there's Paramount. Because it's so that's, expensive. That's, that's, that's just because it didn't meet up with its content and because Paramount Plus, Amazon Prime came out Everything else, so you could spend. You could spend a hundred dollars a year and get free shipping and a bunch of good TV shows and movies. But if I there, there's a per. I've even thought about it. like I could just forgo everything and just have Amazon Prime. You'll be all right. Yeah. So to say that it is elitist, it's pretty like. Are they talking not, about? But the- it's not like. Going to the movies is a like a fucking elitist class privilege. Yeah, because you because everybody who goes to the though? movies, you guys say this is better than everything else. You guys are movie who's, people whoa, are whoa, whoa. who's you guys? You guys, movie people, movie people. I are watch snobs. movies at and home. I'm not saying <laughs> what he. You're trying to take it as he's saying you're elitist, but what I'm trying to say, he's trying to paint the idea of people saying that the movies make everything better is an elitist idea. That's like saying mm-hmm. this type of alcohol makes this drink better when it's really just tequila. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's trying to say. Is like, you trying to say because this is in theaters makes it better? That's not true. I just don't think it's like could be labeled as elitist. I think that's like... what like. Well, that's, I mean, that's fine because you, you patron the movies. But because I just think that it's cheap, like you could pay fifteen dollars a month and see a movie for free every week, but if you pay twenty dollars a month, you can watch Netflix. It's like either way, you're going to be spending money on things to watch. You said fifteen dollars a month for like AMC A list. If you pay fifteen dollars a month, you see a free movie. You could see three free movies every single week. What's the caveat though? What do you mean? You it, you so you just have to pay fifteen dollars a month and you can see three free movies. Yeah, that means they had that means that they dropped down from elitist. They had to keep up with streaming. If they started, going, that's like a membership. If, doing stuff, if you don't have a membership, you're gonna have to pay money. And it's a streaming service. You're saying I'm paying fifteen dollars a month and I can go see three movies for every free. week for free. Yes, that's a streaming service. So what makes it elitist? Well, it's not anymore. I didn't know that that's what that was. Yeah. Well, it's not anymore, but you got to admit that the only reason why they did that is because what? Because it, 
They because, were getting their asses whooped by Prime, by streaming. Netflix, and everything. But else. that does. But does that market? And I think elitist? he's talking about. That's and, like a. Well, that's way too. And I, I get he's what he's saying. About, in particular, I think he's talking about directors. He's talking about his co-director, right? Did he say he said this is what his co-director said about, or who is he talking about when he's saying this about the movie theaters? So his, is he talking about a person or just people? His just said as, an elitist notion to be able to go to a theater. It's very fucking expensive. So this idea that was created that we hang on to that the theater is a sacred place is bullshit. Yeah, I think he's in the sacred part too. I think that's what he's trying. It's like relax, but like guys. it is like an event. It's you, an event. You go see Dune in IMAX. That's a big fucking deal. To the layman, no. But like, clearly, it is though. We know. I think we are underestimating. But I just I think, think we, I just disagree because it's way easier to get to nowadays. Than as a director, Joe Russo, making like having people go to the theaters like when you know Endgame came out, or yeah. even when these new movies are coming out, and it's just like. You're kind of like putting down like the you know how special it is going to a theater, and it's just like you're a director, like you grew up watching these movies in movie theaters, and you know you like he Only should because there was no other choice. He, he should know how special that is. But I think that's what he's trying to get, and at. like how big that is because people watch these movies, the same movies that were out in the seventies and eighties back then. When mm -hmm. they're out today, people watch them on TV and they think they're boring. But it's just like when you watch them in theaters, there's that effect to movies when you see it on the big screen. That's what I think. I think that's why I disagree with him because he's a filmmaker and he knows what he's doing. I, I think Winter Soldier is the best Marvel movie. And I think the and I can see his inspirations in the movies he makes. And it's just like, how are you going to put down the movie theaters like that when it's like, how are you going to say it's not a special sacred place? When it's like clearly, you know, the people who like your movies like going to the movies and seeing them. Well, he probably also thinks a certain way about them simply because he is such a big movie director. There's probably a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Maybe that makes that I don't know that, about. Exactly, and I'm, that's also another thing. He might just be having a. But I'm just from my with, perspective, I disagree a yeah, lot. I mean, I don't think it's. I just wanted to bring I up like that because I, I wanted like to it. talk about. I like it. the movies, but. I also have three children, and, and it's, not, it's not as sacred. It's like, no, this is expensive, dude. This is a lot of money to sure. see a movie that I... Sometimes they're simultaneously streaming at the same time now. Yeah, so sometimes, he, I think yeah. he's saying that... During pandemic, maybe it it's not. Maybe it wasn't always as sacred as much as it was just a, a choice. It was like, we don't have any other options but to go to the movies. I just... I just think him like like making it seem like it's a bad thing to I'm go to the movies. I'm trying to think of something. Like, There's somebody you said that said something. Oh, the freaking dude, Scorsese, where he said Marvel's not cinema. He's saying that Marvel is different from like art house cinema. When he says because he had to defend himself because everybody called him out. He was saying that Marvel movies are a different type of movies. Those are the movies where you go see them in theaters and it's like going on a roller coaster. It's a fun event that everybody's going to enjoy. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, and so that's what he means. But he's not saying they're not real movies. He had to like there was a there was a whole big thing about Yeah, cuz that was I was like, yeah, dude, you can't. Cuz people just didn't know what he was saying. People didn't listen to him. People heard That the, sounds pretty elitist. People though. heard people heard the line, the one line Marvel movies aren't cinema. 
but didn't read the rest of his quote. And that's why I was but like, that's why I'm asking about that quote too. Cause I'm like, that's, if that seems like a very small part where it's like, they're not giving you yeah the whole, um, the interview little quote doesn't from, sound, it's from the Hollywood reporter. And that's like the very last little excerpt from the, Mm-hmm. What does the whole thing yeah, say? Yeah, that's why I was like, I gotta find out because that sounds very like they took that cherry picked it. So, the reporter asks, as the industry continues to find its way post pandemic, what is some ingrained thinking that you would like to see changed or shifted? And so, let me just paraphrase this. Um. So we're also aware that the the world needs to change. Uh, changing the more chaos chaos we create. We're in crisis right now because everyone's at war with each other. It's sad to see as guys who grew up loving film, a thing to remember too is it's an elitist notion to be able to go to a theater. It's very fucking expensive. So this idea that was created that we hang on to that the theater is a sacred place is bullshit. And it rejects the idea of allowing everyone under the tent. Where digital distribution is valuable, other than that, I what I said earlier about how it's pushed diversity is that people can share accounts, they can get 40, 40 stories for the cost of one, but having some kind of culture war about whether it's there's value in it or not is fucking bananas to us. So, it's, it's, so basically, yeah. it's an, uh, an accumulation of both of both of you or what you're saying it sounds like he's more of a storyteller than a filmmaker he, and that he, might he created the, this this new film that's coming out with ryan gosling they said that they created it for the theaters like they created it for for it to come out in theaters but it's going to be released with netflix because they made the deal because it's coming out in right the, it's in theaters right now yeah mm-hmm. so he said they're they're willing to make the jump into the next wave of the next generation because streaming is what it is now and you have to go where it's going to be seen. The majority of people aren't going to go to the movies to see a movie. That's a Netflix original. Right. Yeah. So, I think let's jump on the bandwagon. Maybe elitist, especially in our level of life, mm-hmm. I think elitist, I mean, I guess we can consider Russo. Like, you're an elite dude. What the fuck are you yeah. talking about? But I just think it's like we go to the movies pretty often. And it's like, I wouldn't say it's like, Oh, like only people who make this amount of money are allowed to go. It's like elitist is like a crazy term to like just throw around. I get what he's saying, but it's just like to say that it's not like a big deal to go and that like it's an elitist thing. It's like, no, I go to the movie. We all go to the movies when like the the Marvel movies come out. Yeah, but that's what they were saying also is that they didn't they started making this movie when they started on Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So this has been in in the works for them for a really long time. They didn't know if they were going to continue with Disney or with Marvel. Mm-hmm. So they kind of kept this under wraps. They actually had to get it back from Sony because Sony just slept on it. Yeah. So since 2014. So it's been As what? Eight years. Yeah. The Russos aren't with Disney anymore. No. So they're like, so we finally came out. We came out of our deal with Disney and all the movies and everything. And we came out good. Mm-hmm. So we finally get to make what what we want. And Netflix is hands off. Like they don't give a fuck what you do. But when you produce something with the production company and through a studio, like you have to know that it's going to come out in theaters. They, they need these numbers. Like mm-hmm. there is a certain thing that you have to, and we've talked about it before. There's a certain thing and 
ideals that you have to meet when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Which is what happened with maybe that's elitist too. It has to conform with these yeah. ideas of you have to conform. Now that is true. To be in a the movie theater, you know nowadays that movie has to kind of. So I think what yeah. what in the meaning a, yeah, in his meaning too. of yeah. elite, he's meaning like like the studios, the, you know, the the theaters themselves, not oh, like affording to not, be theaters yeah, only. Like you're making these movies. Only for theaters. So he's not, not talking about audience members. He's talking about he's studios. He's talking about studios. Yeah. He's making it like the films that that we see and that we know and that you see should be should be available to everybody. Okay. Everybody should be able to experience this. That's the point. Okay. And the notion of like going to a theater and that's the only way you're going to see this movie mm. in this way is bullshit. I guess coming from like Rob said, like a someone like one of the Rooster Brothers who made like two of the biggest movies of all yeah. time. Them saying, while the world is at, okay, now his quote makes sense. So while. Out of context. While the world is where it is, like having that elitist privilege of like, I would say Top Gun mm-hmm. being like, even though Top Gun kind of goes against his quote, mm-hmm. but Top Gun affording to be in theaters only. Right. All summer. Right. And still only in theaters today. That is an elitist thing, but that is Top Gun Maverick. Not every, like the Northman, you know. Yeah. What is like it's, not it's as elitist successful in the as mo- a, in the in the way of they're the people that are going to the movies right now aren't caring about whatever else is going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Those people at home that are watching the shit that they have to watch from home, mm-hmm. they got other shit going on. Clearly. Yeah. We're pretty blessed to, to go to the movies yeah. as much as we do. Yeah, to be that, able yeah, to, no to find the time and the yeah. resources and all of that to experience the theaters like they did when they were younger. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like those early '80s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that type of environment. Going to the mall is different now. We fucking buy everything online, mm-hmm. so it's just a different type of experience that they're trying to keep up with and stay kind of hip to. Mm-hmm. You know, like this new generation of. Of moviegoers and you know movie fanatics Maybe they're and all getting of this paid thing. by Netflix to push streaming platforms. Also, this is all an inside job. <laughs> I'm just playing. But I think they also <laughs> Disney left a bad taste in their mouth. Maybe so they're like they leave a bad taste in like, everyone's. Yeah. When you're talking about story, and I think you know it can now everybody's quote makes sense in this conversation. Scorsese's quote makes sense. Russo's quote makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's also because of all the people that we follow individually in our own, like, whoever we follow in that zeitgeist, zeitgeist the podcasting or whoever, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. all very hard on, like, I own Anti-studio. my shit and, I, st- and yeah. I stand by what I said. And mm-hmm. you're going to hear it whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. That makes all of everybody makes sense now right. because Disney would put a bad taste in Scorsese's mouth and Russo's mouth. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're fucking up some dude who's worried about ad money or making sure that China does this. Yeah. That would water something down. Yeah. It just seems that I guess I did too. Cause that's the only quote I right. saw that was floating mm-hmm. around. Also Instagram. his brother answered the question as well. And he said like, they would change everything. Like they want to see everything change. He said, I hate to be juvenile on that level, but we love everything about classic cinema, but we've never been precious about that in any way, shape or form. What has always excited us most is how we move forward. Like 
this is the part of our philosophy in terms of not being precious about theatrical distribution how do you mm. get away from the old models how mm. do you reach audiences that haven't been engaged before that's all the most interesting stuff to us you're so watching they're about like just the new modern technology yeah, yeah you're, they, watching, you're watching what happened to the music industry happen to they're going to be like in that group yeah. of well who was the guy who started napster whatever yeah. that guy yeah. they want people to see <laughs> their movies yeah. like they've created this they want people to see it mm -hmm. they don't want it to be under lock and key mm -hmm. for only these amount of people who probably won't like have any heartfelt reaction to None. it they sit on it because they yeah. want to say when's the best time to release this to make money exactly mm -hmm. then the story becomes stagnant we've seen that in movies mm -hmm. just uh black widow you're like the story just is kind of mm -hmm. it's not hitting it's stagnant. the same and because y'all yeah. were trying to wait for the perfect theatrical release yeah. time we talked about we talk about that often i yeah, hear other people talk do. about it often where like this movie should have came like you said last week you said eternal should have came out later yes yes like they were trying to rush shit out they were or like they're selling the hayek to have some yeah. two fucking starts yeah. fucking they were trying to build the hype yeah they're it's very of the cast they're very obviously money like like capitalists mm -hmm. obviously everyone is but it's it's that's interesting though yeah had it been 20 years ago, they would have been like, yeah, it's, we got to put this out in theaters because that's the only way you're going to see yeah. this movie. But now that we have other options, like what are the other so options? So Russo's like logic is like we're trying to they're trying to get as many people to just see the yes. movie as yes. possible. See it, experience it in any way. doesn't mm -hmm. matter what way. Like the only way to experience a movie is not just the movie. theater. Mm -hmm. That's true. So, yeah, that's the point. It is literally both of what we were saying. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. It's both of what you guys were saying. You guys, because we're so passionate about, you know. Yeah. Seeing I guess a movie. Yeah, that's what I was trying when to tell you. Hear the word elite, when you hear elitist, everybody's like, <sighs> you're like, fuck you, bitch. Right. Like, and I'm no, like, you are, no, I'm just trying to say, like, the, the seeing the Northman, <laughs> seeing the Northman in the Dolby Theater was crazy. Yeah. Right. That was amazing. Right. It made it better. But if you turn all the lights off downstairs and we all sat downstairs with some food that your dad just cooked, that's also just as special. Right. Yeah. But like, the like big he screen said, TV is 4K. Yeah. I think there's also that too. The future is going to be Nate's going to have a house with it. You're going to have a house with a theater in it mm -hmm. with a projector. A fucking... Having a home theater like 20 years ago was elitist. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. And Surround now there's sound these sound studios. Bars. Remember it. We're just talking about just like digitizing art in general, as we were talking about with the paintings. Mm -hmm. I think maybe that's what he's also is like, bro. You can fight it as much as you fucking want, dude. Mm -hmm. it's it's, the ship is the ship, ship is sailed, dude. Yeah. It's gone. It's yeah. fucking out the the yeah. dock. It, we need mm -hmm. to because they're probably dealing with these old executives who are still like oh yeah no guys we can still fucking make it theatrical only release and we'll still make money and it's like you think top gun was what what that is you think that's going to be like mm -hmm. the no dude top gun was special we're right. never probably gonna i don't even know if thor 11 thunder is going to hit top gun because top gun has such a special place and so many such a vast mm -hmm. audience i stole heart. a poster mm -hmm. <laughs> this is what Nate stole, y'all. Did you tell him the story on the pod? No. Tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> so I was with Domingo and my. 
<laughs> so I was, it was like a Friday, Saturday, Thursday, whatever, night. And I was with Tatiana and Domingo. And we went to go see Thor Love and Thunder at like 9.30. Mm-hmm. Movie ended at like 11.30. And while we were leaving, there was no one in the theater. No employee. I didn't see a single employee. The lights were off behind the bar and shit. And I was like, no one's here. It was quiet. Like, you know, you yeah. guys been to the movies late. Yes. And there's like no one there. And y'all just fucking quit. <laughs> like, what's and going we're on? we're walking out. And we have our parking ticket. Mm-hmm. Our, and we already like... We're at the Esplanade, so like, there's mm-hmm. that uh, escalator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we already went down the elevator, right? Yeah, we, we went down the elevator, and then and then we ran up the escalator, me and Domingo, and then I, uh, <laughs> yeah, we ran up. <laughs> and, and I'll meet you there. And then I went in, like you know, I saw one of the doors was still open, so I went in there, validated the parking. And then there's like a little, you know, where like the kiosk are. So like, if you don't buy it on the app, you can like buy your ticket right there in the little yeah, touchscreen yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And there's like four of them, but behind that counter, no one's there. No, like no one's in the theater. I'm the only one in the theater. And I see like the AMC A list Stubbs member poster that they put in the case. Yeah. Um, and then I see like a rolled up thing, and I see Tom Cruise's face just like that. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> And he and was I, calling to you. And I was like, the fucking Scientology powers are working. Right? And then I... <laughs> <laughs> the Scientology powers are working. And then I grab it and I see there's only one of them. And I was like... And I look back at Tatiana and Domingo. And they're like trying to like leave. They're like... Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> and then I'm just like... And I just... We just left. Yeah. It's like they're asking you to steal. And it's it, not stealing because it's not. It doesn't cost nothing. It doesn't cost anything. They used to give them out, give mm-hmm. them away, which is weird, which is elitist. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I just think that like I, because I we I was with one of you, and I asked. Remember, I asked somebody, "Did we go to see Red yeah, Rocket yeah, 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 yeah. or something like that?" And I was like, "Do you guys give out uh, movie posters anymore?" And then some guy was like uh he went on for like five minutes yeah. talking i'm like i don't understand one word he said <laughs> and i was like all right and i walk in my theater and there's a, a girl walking out and i'm like hey do you guys still give out movie posters and she's like no we don't and i'm like that's weird like like not even like after you're done like you know was in it the, case. the northman i think we were seeing the northman i think it was the northman and then and then i just see them laying around and i'm like this is mine now right and then I took it, and now I'm gonna frame it. I'm gonna buy a frame. I'm gonna put it behind Rob. But yeah, that's the what was what, where did we go off on that for? Oh, billion dollars movies. Oh, Top Gun. Yeah, theaters, that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How to, you said that it is, it, because Thor isn't, you know. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's good. It's a block. It's not a. It's a blockbuster, but it's not gonna hit like. It's not gonna hit. Like oh, Top no. Gun, yeah, because Top Gun was a big yeah deal yes. to everybody. To everyone, re- multiple. There's dads who made their sons watch Top Gun. There were three. There were some there's people so I saw. There were three this, generations yeah, of like you can nostalgia. tell it was the grandfather, son, and then like the the you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you could see it. Yeah, right. So there was is, so much of the like Cameron you Rob. had to be there when Top Gun came out. 
And it was so fucking good. That's yeah. the part that got everybody to go to because everybody was expecting it to flop. I don't even think it did. Did it do that well? Like the first what? opening week, Top Gun. Top Gun. Because I feel like it just made money like later. Everybody, because there's still people talking about it. Like I haven't seen it yet. I have to go. I have to go. I know You're a still couple saying people that. that haven't seen it. But like for the most part, there's people who I would never expect to even go like care about movies, and mm-hmm. they saw Top Gun, and they were like, "Fucking!" And they were like, "That was pretty cool." Shit. Never seen the original, but they were like, "Who's the cinematographer for that?" There's no way. I want to say a name, but there's no way. No. Go. I want to see if you know. Is it? It's not. I know it's not. But is it Greg Frazier? No. Well, I bet I know who it is. Claudio Miranda. No. Okay, so it grossed uh, $527.1 million domestically, opening which is weekend. the highest grossing in 2022. Oh, yeah, easy. Yeah, never mind. That opening weekend murdered then. Despite yeah. claiming the fourth largest opening weekend, which was 32% behind Doctor Strange. But it took that police the t- on the 10th day. Yeah. Ten the, days after yeah, it came out, after. yeah, because yeah, people saw Doctor Strange yeah, and they're like, "That's like, just kind of trash." Mm-hmm. That's but why I surprisingly, saw a lot of people were apprehensive to a fucking sequel. Right, surprisingly, so if opening weekend twenty nine point six million because it's it's gross that a hunt five hundred thus far. Opening weekend though is twenty nine point six million, and Elvis just passed that with thirty one point two million. Yeah, that's not fair. People love Elvis. Have you, did you see it? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. I'll probably wait till it hits streaming. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then the third Hippocrates was Amer- American Sniper, which was sixty-four point six million. Avatar Shout was, out to PTSD. was 42.7 million. Avatar? And then, yeah. Which is still, still making money. One, uh, and making money still. It's yeah. crazy. And Titanic, which was 30. That's million. the best. Jimmy Cameron. That's James Cameron all the way. And he's about to make the biggest, most expensive movie of all time, Menda. Rest in peace, Bill Hicks. <sighs> the most expensive movie of all time. Way of Water, Avatar 2. Let's fucking go. That's going to be... That's going to be every insane. Every single trailer that we have seen in the thus far in the movies, it's going to fucking... It's going to be insane. If we don't go to IMAX that one, yeah. you tripping. That's going to be the only way you, you can see it. Because it was probably filmed on IMAX. Oof. It was probably not even filmed. It was filmed. Nope in was like, filmed in IMAX. Yeah, seventy millimeter. Yeah, crazy. All film. Mm-hmm. Shout out to people still using film. Our cinematographer was in the cockpit with Tom Cruise. Wild. First of all, you trust Tom Cruise that fucking much that you won't fucking die. I wish I could turn the. He looks like a nigga who hop in the cinematography. Like he'll but hop in the shit. Also, he looks like the bad guy from Ghostbusters too. Also. He probably had to see it for himself in order to capture yes. what exactly was yes. going on. Yeah, because those over-the-shoulder shots and all of that shit. Yeah, they mm-hmm. rigged up IMAX cameras in a jet. Right, and, and that like was really with, dumb. With no, with with no <laughs> monitor, and they just right. had to be like, 
Go for let's it. Let's just do One it. Take. And then like let's do it again. Let's check. All right, no, didn't get it. Do the same thing again. Six cameras in mm. one jet, which is crazy. How, like, how do you fit an IMAX camera in a jet? I don't know, but because Tom Cruise is like <laughs> so short, <laughs> <laughs> got big head. Told you, it's those teeth. It is front teeth. They ain't never going back in place now <laughs> after that jet. That shit probably shifted yeah, more. <laughs> We're just talking shit about Tom Cruise. He literally will jump in here and kill all of us. Right? He can literally fly away and kill if he wanted to. He just comes fucking in the window. They don't there's not even an official budget out, but the for Avatar 2. Mm-hmm. But it's minimum. Like it's estimated. The the estimated minimum budget is two hundred fifty million dollars. I'm not gonna lie, I was expecting like 50 million more than that. Because some of the but, shots, but that's the like, minimum. Yeah. Oh, so there's no official. There's, yeah. That's there's so no official way over that. Yeah. Not way. No, they're definitely over that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But it's gonna be well worth it. They're gonna make that money yeah. back. Yeah. It's been 13 years since the first one, and everyone's been like, "Yo." I mean, you can still watch it today. It's on still Disney Plus, and it's away. still fucking. It's crazy. Slap. That's the story. There are fucking just tales so, and yeah, yeah. And then it looks like they have a son who's like human, mm-hmm. which is I don't know. It's like know? um, I'm not gonna lie. Avatar is like the plight of every color. Like every person of color can find the history of their people. Oh yeah. In that fucking movie, and it's like you marry the one white person, you're like, like the Indians, (laughs) like all that. You could find that the Avatar was just, and it was also an eco movie, wasn't it? Like it had Mm -hmm. like an ecological, yeah, it was very environmental, Mm -hmm. environmental, yeah. It was in a like, because it was talking about like native military related, also taking people, yeah. Like give me your resources. The last of the Mohicans, yeah. Daniel Day Lewis, same movie. Is it? Yeah, elitist. That's what it is. Exactly. Name of the episode: Elitist pricks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are. Yeah. I'm better than you. I'm ignorant in some parts of my life. Yeah. I'm better than you. So. In this, say it, Menda. You don't want to yeah, say it. Yeah, you um, come on. Our taste in movies is better than theirs. Say it. Yeah. Very. <laughs> very. <laughs> I'd be like, what do you guys watch? They were, first of all, okay, I didn't, okay, didn't want to yeah, say see, this. this is what I didn't want to say this. <laughs> I didn't want to say this earlier, but they were, talk, they were talking about uh, Midsommar at work. Okay. Like the girls in the office. And I was like, I can't even get into this conversation right now because one, I got fucking work to do. And two, like, they were just like, yeah, wouldn't it be, did you ever see that? And I was just like, ugh, like cringing. Like, yeah. When you, and now do you, when you hear other people talk about movies, are you like, you guys don't know shit. Yeah. I'm you like, don't know a motherfucking thing. Everything you're saying is just Sometimes I, when I hear other people talk about a movie and what they didn't like about it, and I'm like, are you, ta- what are you talking about? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they were like, it's it's kind of weird, but it's like, I don't know, like trippy, scary. And they're like, oh, I've never seen it before. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like mind right. numbing. I'm talk. like, so I just put my headphones in and I'm just yeah. working away because I could not. 
Yeah. And I didn't want to like turn to like get like they're thinking that I want to be in the conversation. Yeah. So I'm just like. Yeah, be like, I'm not uh, your friend, but. <laughs> I'm not your friend. No. Not here. I need to work. Really. <laughs> I have three kids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Russo Brothers. Gray Man comes out next week. But we're going to be too busy watching mm-hmm. Nope in theaters. Yeah. I think. Um, <laughs> in theaters. Yes. What is it that dad just got? Black phone or something like that? The black phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear about that. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. He just rented it yesterday? Yeah. Or this morning? So we're probably going to watch that tonight. Uh, I want to watch it tonight. <laughs> You're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> You're going to watch Minions. Um, but what's your, what's your guys' favorite uh, Marvel movie? Of all of them. What's like the number one? Your favorite. Does that you know what I mean? Like that, that's your favorite one. It's simply because of that that way I felt at the end, like the closure. I don't think I've ever felt closure like that. And my dad is dad. Like I don't think I've ever felt <laughs> closure like that ever in my life. I was like, this is the saddest thing and the greatest moment of my life simultaneously. It was yeah. My sister's sitting there. Yeah. I mean, dead. I really do like the new Thor movie. That's not my favorite. It's not my... F- it's up there, but... It- Which one? The new Thor. Love and oh, Thunder. Oh, the new Thor. Okay. I was mixing up. I was I thinking really about Midsommar. Like Literally the whole time you guys were talking, I was thinking about like how good Midsommar is. <laughs> <laughs> you asked the question and then said, I don't... I don't care about that. I was Because I was, cause she's wearing the my, the shirt. my shirt, and I'm like, that movie is so good. <laughs> It's genius, because from the main character's perspective, it's a fantasy. It's Alice in Wonderland, but from everyone else, it's a horror movie. Like everyone else That's dies. Life. Anyways, That's real let's, life. Let's keep it rolling. Which mm-hmm. one? Thor, Love, and Thunder, you would say? I don't think it's my favorite, but I think it's up there. Based off of recency. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of, there's a lot of fucking Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Black Widow. I so. do like... Um, well, obviously, it's not my favorite because I can't fucking remember. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, I like like the first one. Yeah, it's a tough. It's a throw up between one and two. I think I like two better because of the whole dad, like the ego story. That's cool. And your first dip with a toe into a celestial mm-hmm. and eternity. Yeah, and like, he says like I see eternity, right? Or yeah, he says remember he like, said you saw his eyes. He saw like the stars and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he literally so saw that. that thing that was in Thor: Love and Thunder. He saw eternity. He saw it or her. Yeah, or that whatever. was the, yeah. I think that's why I like two better. Oh, also the music is the really, music is the best part. Yeah. But spe- I and it I, was like had funny parts and serious parts and I only asked that because like I rewatched Winter Soldier and that's the best one. That's my favorite. Civil one. War is pretty good though too. I Winter like, Soldier action is out of this fucking. It's world. so good, but Civil War has a great story. Yeah, great. So I remember seeing Civil War in theaters <laughs> and <laughs> elitist and saying that and like with that twist. Spoiler alert of like <laughs> the twist at the end where uh, Bucky killed Tony Stark's parents. Yes, yes. And then Tony Stark sees it happen and he's standing next to Captain America. The fuck? You're like, 
What immediately? The your heart drops. Yeah. You're like y'all. You're standing next to him. Yeah. Like, and you're like, Did and then you they know? fucking fight. And they're superpowers. So you're like, this nigga could just turn his hand like yeah. that and blow your head off yep. if he wanted to. That Civil War is great, but it's basically Winter Soldier two. Or it is called Captain America. Or no, is it called Captain America Civil War? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called? Mm-hmm. Captain America Civil War? It's the third Captain America. I thought, it, for some reason, I just thought it was called Civil War. Well, it, I think that was... Remember, we everybody joked it was Avengers 2.5? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was, a, it was, was another together. one of those connecting movies. Like, uh, shit, Doctor Strange. Ant-Man, though, is good. You know, that's a sleeper. That is a slept Ant-Man on is one. Really good. One and two. Ant-Man and the Wasp is hilarious. Ant-Man and the Wasp is pretty good. Because it's Paul Rudd, man. Like, yeah. It's fucking Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. <laughs> he's like, God, when he gets scared by the ants, and it's like, that's just funny. Like, he's stuck in the ground, and he's like, oh, <laughs> shit. It's like, it's, if you saw Paul Rudd with superpowers, you would imagine he's that's like, how Anthony. he would be. Yeah. Where's Anthony? Anthony. Antonio. I I um yeah I rewatched uh Civil War and Winter Soldier and I'm we like we finished uh Miss Marvel oh yeah the finale just came out mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I think uh, highest rated Marvel show no wait I think they said out of anything Marvel MCU is the highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes that's like a ninety eight percent or something like mm-hmm. that oh shit <laughs> it's like this is propaganda. That- <laughs> I mean, let's just think about the boxes that she's checking. Mm-hmm. She's a Muslim American young teenage girl. She goes in. She's from Pakistan. Mm-hmm. It's very I'm like from, I'm going to join the Pakistan army and destroy India. Do you have seen that video? No. <laughs> you haven't seen that? Great. <laughs> Yeah, I, thought you just were, I thought you just went into it. I was just like, all right. I was like, I know they hate each other, but I was like, it's like Russia, Ukraine. I'm going to destroy. Watch. <laughs> My plan is that I will be pilot and I will help everyone. Pilot. Yeah, he's the pilot. Great. When I will grow up, I will be an army and save Pakistan and destroy India. Strong army, wow, great! Wow, great! <laughs> it's hilarious because the way he said it, but you watch, you know, <laughs> that's my favorite video I mean, ever. Yeah, he was like, he's dragging the words, like a, like, like, like a little kid. Right. He did like a little kid, but with an accent. <laughs> Hilarious. That's funny. Hilarious. But if you watch Ms. Marvel, they legitimately break down. And you, I honestly have only ever heard it from Indians, the story. This mm-hmm. is from like a Muslim side of the story of the Pakistan-India like split. And they're just like, this was one of the worst times in <laughs> our lives. Mm-hmm. Like this was... That's crazy. It was a very... Like they say, like 1.1 million people died, like millions of people died. Yeah. 
families were like broken up, lost. Yeah, like there's there were so many orphans. There's families now who just like they don't know who they are. It's like what the fuck, dude. Mm -hmm. But I liked it. I was like, Zoe, pay attention, (laughs) because you you, they're going to ask. You never know when you're a kid. Then I grow up and somebody asked me in class, "How do you know what plate tectonics is?" Bitch, because I was watching Discovery Channel when I was (laughs) ten. That's yeah. why I know it just stuck for some reason. Zoe's gonna remember they just tore like that Slumdog nation. They just tore that nation apart for no reason. Right. They were like, "There's no reason that they divided those people than to make them fight, so they couldn't turn against us." They were like, "You guys hate each other." Mm-hmm. Go watch Slumdog Millionaire. Right. Is that what it's about? That's a part of the st- big part of the story. Good. It's like crazy. It's also a musical? No, no, it's not a musical. It's not a musical. Why would you think that? There's only music one time, and that's at the end. It's and the credits. It's the credits, and they're doing they're like doing the, the Bollywood. Indi- hey, blame them. That's the shit that was in the previews. <laughs> <laughs> that's the shit that they keep showing in the previews, the motherfuckers at the end. I know. And it's like a big group of people. I'm like, and this thing is like, you know how they do trailers from back then? It was like shot. Face of couple. Shot. Face of couple. So it was like shot of Bollywood. It won Best Picture. Uh, now I'm watching knowing that it's not a musical. It's not. It's not a musical. I it's it's literally no so music. such a good... Look up the look up the trailer to uh, uh, Slumdog Millionaire. You'll be like, oh, I can see why you thought this was a fucking... But at the end credits, they do like a little ritual, Indian ritual dance. That's lit. It's cool. But like the movie is insane. It's wild. I'll watch it. I'm pretty sure y'all told me that before, and then it just reverted You're back like to musical. my head. I saw the trailer <laughs> in my head, and I was like, it's a musical, dude. Oh, but um, Blue Bayou's on HBO Max, too. It is. It is. And, and Rob's like, I'm not trying to cry yeah. right now. Yeah, no. I sobbed. He's like, I'm not trying to like be devastated. I refuse to. I haven't watched that. I'm watching all my superhero shows. Yeah, he's been watching Doom Patrol, <laughs> and then he'd be crying. No, I cry. <laughs> Nick, I gotta show you this episode of Doom Patrol. At the beginning of the episode, is this gay dude? He's a fucking. He was gay in the '60s. He was in the Air Force, and him and his lover had to hide it and all that shit. So mm-hmm. they go to the gay bar with the sailors, and they're dancing, and Frank Sinatra is singing "Moon River," and it's all nice. fucking sad and shit like that. The end of the episode, because he's a fucking whatever he is, the the lieutenant guy is a superpower person now, so he never aged. He goes and sees his boyfriend who's like 89 years old and his power, his whatever the thing is, let him talk to like the dude's soul. Before the dude, they were dreaming. They are like, oh, we're both sleeping. We're dreaming. We're hanging out. They were dancing in the bar in their dreams. That's what it was. The gay bar was their dreams, but they were talking to each other. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a psychic link. They yeah. were talking to each other. Because they hadn't seen each other since that day. Yeah, because he, he died in a plane crash. And yeah. then they were dancing in the gay club. He was like, I can't believe this is happening. The end of the episode, he actually goes to see him in person. He was like, I've been seeing you in my dreams. He was like, yeah, that was real. They go outside and sit on the porch, and the dude do- dozes off, and guess what starts playing? Moon River. By Frank Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Ballin' crying. This is Doom Patrol? Doom yeah. Patrol is not... When, pe- when you give when it's you good. give somebody it's freedom, good. yeah, they 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 say fuck like every other word yeah, in that yeah, show. Yeah. It's a good show. There's rarely any fights. Show. I know. I was like, they barely fight in this show. 
But when they started playing Moon River and his boy his boyfriend died. So we watched it the because first time. Fucking... We watched it the first time. He's like, I'm gonna rewatch this tomorrow because I'm gonna need to cry right now. Yeah, I'm not even gonna cry for Amanda. I waited till she. I will rewatch. He's it. like, I'm gonna watch this tomorrow. Because He's he like, I watched his... it three times since. <laughs> he pushes. He pushes his head to the boyfriend, like to hold his head, and like puts his head to him, and they close his eyes, and it flashes, and they're in the club again, and they start playing Moon River, and he lets his hand go because that means his boyfriend's dying. He That's... walks out, and he's just like. He says, and he shakes his head, and that the, he's just sitting there crying. And as I am, too. We're both That's crying. That's crazy. Me and Lieutenant are crying. Tatiana's crying right now with just, just the thought. Just like, it's so beautiful. That was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I was like, love, that is a love is love That's scene. Love. Like, I don't care if you're gay. I don't care yeah. if you're straight. You are heartless if you don't think that that was a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the episode. I was like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. I am bawling crying so, right now. So mm-hmm. he put Moon River on his new on his, uh, playlist no, like no, recently? Moon River was already in the playlist. That's yeah. the problem. And then he was like... Why is like it just randomly came on the car? He's like, I'm not trying to cry right now. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of those songs where it's no, I'm not gonna. I can just that. start crying without that. I would cry to Moon River before I saw the Doom mm-hmm. Patrol, and then I said somebody made a use... visual representation of Moon River. <laughs> they and it was good. It was perfect. Shot wonderfully. It was perfect. Damn. First season. Yeah. This show is one big emotional, like... Mm-hmm. It also smells like something's burning. But HBO Max. HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's because it's, it's Warner it. Brothers? Mm, DC? DC. DC's Warner Brothers? Yes. Yeah. Because I know Joker is Warner Brothers and Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What was I saying? What were we talking about? Oh, Blue Bayou. Blue Bayou. Yeah. And crying. And crying. Like, very emotional. How many movies have you cried to? Like, cried. Oh, there's a, there's been a lot. I cried to Stranger Things last week. <laughs> <laughs> he did. And then he was like, I'm going to watch this tomorrow again. Cause <laughs> I, need, I need to cry about it. I can't do it in front of I can't be, like, for real crying in no, front of him. No, he'll like, he'll, like, keep it in. What or, like, his did eyes will... that I cried? Blue Bayou. Oh. Yes. We both cried. We cried. We, cried. we there's this Apple TV movie on Apple. Cha Cha Real. It's called Cha Cha Real Smooth. Mm-hmm. It is probably top three or top two movie. It's between this and The Northman of mm-hmm. my favorite movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Cha Cha Real Smooth is it's a cool so title good. though. Cha-cha, real smooth. Right, I was like, that's the first thing I thought about. Mm-hmm. That's because he's a... DJ? No, he's like, a, what do you call it? Like, he goes to kids' party. He's a party starter. Yeah. Like TK? <laughs> what? <laughs> Babe. Dunk TK. Dunk TK. Dunk. <laughs> 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 no, he's a he's like <laughs> he's like a party starter. 
at kids parties like so when the kids are just like all shy and like sitting at the tables and stuff he's the one who's like hey everybody come up let's start dancing let's play games and whatever whatever you've seen one of those guys before I don't go to kids parties. Not even when I was a kid. I no, but that's what I was asking. I was like, as a kid, I've never seen like who's a party star. I've never heard of that. Oh, because he makes like he starts his own business of like being a party star. He like does it by himself and. Like people who are like MCs and they. Oh, you gonna make that bread from a bar mitzvah? Yeah, uh-huh. and he does that and. Uh, Tatiana told me that there's this like the reason why the movie's called Cha Cha Real Smooth is because part of that song that's the only part of the song where everyone does their own thing and I thought that was beautiful and if you watch the movie it hit that hits so much that, like, the meaning of the song. that's the point mm-hmm. of the movie and I'm just like oh. that was deep right there I'm like that is the part like, that everybody damn. Do but, yeah. don't nobody know how to Cha Cha Real Smooth for real <laughs> <laughs> that's the one part it, if you can see yeah. any of that, that old people <laughs> be like I forgot what I did when I was a kid like when when Cha Cha Real Smooth what did you do Cha Cha yeah I would Cha Cha like they did you would video. go like yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like dun, you would dun, do that dun, 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 dun. and then you turn it out <laughs> you're done you're done what up <laughs> But but yeah, Cha Cha Real Smooth is on Apple TV, mm. and that oh, that movie did, we cried. I definitely cried. I didn't sob, but I definitely cried. Mm-hmm. It's not like anything. It's just it's so. It's just so heartfelt and touching. Yeah. And Someone being you know, you as a person cry. in their early twenties. Florida Project. I cried. Cried. That's the second um, movie I've ever. The heard. Help, I cried. I definitely cried on the Help. Uh, the movie. You smart. You kind. Uh, she's bang. I'm about to start crying right, right. now, bro. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hidden figures. Have you seen the Help? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Hidden um, figures. The movie Stepmom with Susan Sarandon and uh, Hidden Figures Julia is great. Roberts. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I mean, sobbing, and I was, I was like Zoe. Wait, which one? You haven't. That's not the one. It's like one of those movies that I'm like, yeah, so good. It's a good movie. I am Sam. I'm crying on I am Sam. Have y'all seen that? It has a Sean Penn and uh, Dakota Fanning, and she's Mm -hmm. the daughter, and she's like, I never, I've heard of it. I never seen it. She's like eight years old, and she becomes. Uh, mentally more capable than him because mm. he's mentally he's one of those yeah yeah so the <laughs> somebody they come and take her that's just all the beginning of the movie so the whole movie is their interaction mm. i remember laying i was laying on the floor like watching the movie and i just felt like drips on my head and my little sister was crying on my forehead as I was crying too, I was crying on the floor too. And then I felt drips on my head, and she was crying. She had to be like no older than eight, so you yeah. know a movie's good when you're a kid and you're like, I'm about to fucking cry, bro. What is I it? Cr- when I was a kid, I didn't cry to a movie, but Big Daddy was one of them. Oh, That'll yeah. get you. Yeah, because I remember when I was a kid, I remember the moment because I would always watch because Big Daddy's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I remember when it first came on Netflix, I watched it. When I was I was watching it, this was like a year or two ago when mm-hmm. Big Daddy came on Netflix. 
I watched it, and the whole first 45 minutes, I was like, this movie, oh, my God, I missed this movie. Right. This movie is just childhood. My entire childhood mm-hmm. is Big Daddy. And then that part where they have to take the kid away. Mm-hmm. And the acting by Adam Sandler is amazing. Mm-hmm. But that scene, I was like, oh, no. Like, I, it's almost like you forget about that part. Like, you, mm-hmm. like your mind blocks that part out. And then, but I do remember seeing that part in uh, when I was a kid, being like, "Wait, why don't I feel good? Right. Like this was a good, great movie." What did he say to him? He's like, "I can do it, Sonny." He's like, "I know how to wipe my own ass." I wipe my own ass. I wipe my own ass. Balling, click, crying. Hey, Adam Sandler will make you cry. Right. When he do the little thing where he like put his tongue in his bottom of his lip and he'll like he'll, he'll put his tongue in the bottom of his lip. I know what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And he like he shakes his leg and he's sitting there like He's sad. a great physical actor. Yeah. That that thing mm-hmm. that he I does. showed uh Tatiana Punch Drunk Love and we were like, oh, this What's the other one? Crazy. That's Rogan. Oh, with uh, Seth Rogen. When he's Bill Dapatow's wife. Exactly. Yes. Adam Sandler, Seth Rogen. Funny people. Funny people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One too. That's also pretty sad. He actually wasn't funny like that in that movie. He was actually pretty damn serious. Yeah. Well, he had cancer. (laughs) Half the movie though. (laughs) It was only half the movie though. Yeah, like yeah, in the I first half was... of the movie, it was funny. Yeah, that that's what I remember it as is that like he that was a I remember that movie being a great blend of Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, when Adam Sandler knows how to turn it on, he was sarcastic, funny, but he wasn't like, well, I guess he hasn't been like that in years. Mm-hmm. Like Billy Madison, like super like yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, man on fire. Damn, <laughs> you fucking said it. You Man cry? on fire, for sure, for sure. I was like, bawling, right? Yeah. Dakota yeah. Fanning, yeah. Dakota fucking Fanning, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else, Amanda? Um, damn, I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I feel like I've seen a movie recently where I was crying and I don't remember what it was. Because the only movies I've cried to mm-hmm. were Her with Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. the Spike Jones movie, um, The Florida Project, mm-hmm. Crazy, uh, and then Blue Bayou. I was in the theater by myself. With a, I was the only one in the theater except for a Korean couple sitting directly behind me. <laughs> And directly behind me, and I was like, just. Endgame uh, made me cry when we were, when we were in the theaters. I was never. I was like, it was like tears. I never like cried tear. to a Marvel movie. I was just shocked. Mm. There was I, actual I, tears. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I want y'all to know when I do that. It signifies how much I'm crying. If it's just this, it's not. It's sad, but it's like if I do this, that means I'm weeping. Mm-hmm. Multiple streams of tears, like <laughs> Logan was hard hitting. That, that was, was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I cried to that movie too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I am yeah. Legend. 
the dog scene I get it. I mean, it's a dog dying. Obviously, that's sad. But I don't. I never cried to it though. Mm-hmm. It's a. I also, I'm like, this is zombie apocalypse, bro. There ain't no feelings in that shit. You yeah. ain't gonna bite me, dog. Um, but like, he cared about Sam though. He did. He loved him to death. That's what made it sad. Yeah. That was his only friend. And then, um, yeah, and then Cha Cha Real Smooth, um, was another. I don't think I cried with Armageddon. I think I was really sad though as a little kid. Yeah. I was like, oh dang. <laughs> That'd be hilarious though. Um, <laughs> a dog's purpose. I did cry. Mm, you told me about that. I Ooh. refused. Marley and me. I don't think I cried to Marley and me, but a dog's purpose. I refused purpose. to watch dog movies. I'll cry boo hoo at the end of Marley and me. I refused to watch any movie. Even that uh, Channing Tatum movie Dog refused to watch it because I know they're gonna have an ending that's just um, gonna with, make uh, onward. I didn't. I think I onward. shed some. I shed some tears. I cried. I forgot all about onward. That was the movie I was thinking about. Mm. I did. I did cry to Cha Cha real smooth. I remember being on the couch and crying, and it was onward. <sighs> mm, yeah. mm, mm. Onward, man. That uh, the fucking the. The not knowing what they're saying and it was still mm-hmm. heartfelt and mm-hmm. he just hugs his dad. That was great. The selflessness of you go talk to him. I don't need to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like you knew him. You go. Yeah, you raised me, so I don't need that. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did we all just <laughs> I do have my top five movies of the year right now. At number five. Since we're halfway through halfway the year. Through the yeah, year. fair enough. I'm about to say halfway through the year is fair enough. So far. Because these are definitely going to change as we get towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Number, say it. Number five, Top Gun. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I like fucking, yeah. Say it. Number five is Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is The Batman. Okay. Fair. Number three is Crimes of the Future. Number two, oh, this is how I ranked it. Number two is The Northman. Okay. And number one is Cha Cha Real Smooth. Okay. And then number six is Everything Everywhere All At Once. Number seven. Number seven is Fresh. Crying. That movie almost made me cry. Everything almost, you know what I'm saying. Everything yeah, everything yeah. 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 yeah I, I, it got me. It got the lump in my throat at the end. I yeah. was like, fuck, this is beautiful. Man. There's a couple moments in that movie Double where Double Chewbacca, you. man. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Him as an entire character makes me want to cry. You're like you were the linchpin in this entire movie. Mm -hmm. Didn't even know it. it. (laughs) The universe where (laughs) the universe where there uh, where there are movie stars, Mm -hmm. and uh, he's like wearing the suit, smoking cigarettes. This is Tatiana, but that's from like in the mood for love, right? <laughs> Trying not to cry, <laughs> like in the in the mood for love. It's like, isn't it like similar? When they're in, talking in the alley, in the alley, right? And it's like raining outside. It's like, I feel like it's like the same thing, but it's beautiful. Like those scenes of when they're talking to each mm-hmm. other, and I just, yeah, it it hits you. It's like mm-hmm. everything, everywhere, all at once. Like even the scene. Where it's like when she's saying, even when in a universe, when we have hot dogs for fingers, we're still good enough to use our feet. It's like f- there's always going to be something special about you, no matter what. 
Oh, the um, Max was watching. Bobby, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start sobbing right. eventually. She's just like, I got to get this out. I'm just going to start right. sobbing. Right. I haven't had a good cry in a minute. Well, She's biggest like, disappointments of the year so far? Do you have any? Like movies that you were disappointed? Yeah, Morbius. <laughs> That came out this year? Yeah, that was like a dumpuary movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that shit came out in 2021. That's how bad that movie was. I tried to forget it out of my um, brain. It was just like, push that shit back, dude. That was your biggest disappointment? Yeah, because we were excited for it. Yeah. Damn. That's Roman. Um, <laughs> Sound like thunder. Um... That's your biggest? Yeah. Do you have another one? Definitely biggest. Um, or Rob? It did more of you. That's it so far. Doctor Strange? It didn't no. really let me down. It didn't let me down. I thought it was pretty good. It picked, like you said, since it had switched directors, mm-hmm. there was a part where I'm like, oh, here yeah. we go. And there was the whole Scarlet Witch element after watching WandaVision. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm good with this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it was a disappointment, not a letdown. Didn't meet expectations. I guess it's a letdown. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad though. It just didn't meet what I would thought it would. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. What else came out this year that we've like talked about? Mm-hmm. Um, Ambulance. I love that movie. I haven't seen it. Uh, Men. That was that. The only reason why I asked that question is because men kind of let me down mm-hmm. it wasn't like better than annihilation or it wasn't better than ex machina okay so that's why it's like okay. it's just kind of it's very philosophical like biblical like yeah and also we were talking and, about that before it's like the trailers like it didn't you it was setting you up and it, none of that like yeah it didn't go that way yeah men it's still worth a watch but it's like it was like, because if you're a fan of horror, you'll like it. Mm-hmm. But like, as far as like Alex Garland and his entire filmography, it's like, doesn't match up well with like, because how much like, how good Annihilation is. Mm-hmm. It's like, men isn't that good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that kind of let me down. And uh, I would say Multiverse of Madness let me down. Morbius, I don't even, like, I forgot about that. <laughs> Didn't even really... <laughs> Think about it. Jurassic World, I guess. And we just watched Blade Two last night. Yeah. Amanda was like, "Morbius really let me down." <laughs> she, every time we watch Blade, Amanda be like, "But Blade they really fucked me up." It's like almost an unfair comparison because <laughs> it's so good. It, it really Blade is a good is movie. So good, and like if you if they could have had Guillermo del Toro hop on Morbius, that would have been fucking cool. Or the dude who played Nomad has never played in like any other big blockbuster movie. And mm. I asked him, man, the dude who played the vampire dude, the mm-hmm. fucking with the strong face. Yeah, I'm like, he was an amazing actor in that movie. I thought he played that part yeah, really, he was really fucking good. well. That's like his biggest movie till this day. Mm. Last night in Soho is a great one. He's in that movie, but he's like, in that one. Yeah, I saw that in theaters in the Dolby Theater actually. I would, maybe I didn't see that yesterday. Um, yeah, but I don't think there's anything else I really liked. But where are we at? Luke Goss. We only had an hour or seven. Um, 
where so next week Menda how do you how do you want to do this Jordan Peele thing as far as like uh, like what we're going to talk about what are we going to watch um I mean we could rewatch like us and and get out um I would like to see the the more of diversity like with him as a person so maybe like some interviews or like key and peel or you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and the, then we have paramount plus now yeah. so you could watch his like twilight zone mm-hmm. which i was just talking to tatiana about, i think that would be good about this is that like this the nope trailer though mm-hmm. the 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 visuals it gives you like the imagery that it gives you mm-hmm. gives me like twilight zone vibes okay because it's just like it shows you these weird these weird images mm-hmm. that's like you know the little noodle dancer yeah, things yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, in the middle of the desert and it mm-hmm. shows you the the horse and like the glass cage and then it shows you the the mo- the motorcycle guy with the the mirror helmet mm-hmm. with the camera and it's just like such odd imagery and like a carnival with steven young as like the showrunner mm-hmm. and it's like what is it's so like off it throws you off and you're yeah. like what is going on i like, wouldn't what mind is this doing like a be? twilight zone binge mm-hmm. oh yeah it's great the whole oh, first yeah. season mm-hmm. is amazing. is it still running or was it just that one season he just did it for one run and uh and it's so and you know obviously watching his movies mm-hmm. Because we've seen them a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But so something different from what we haven't done before, because if you haven't already, go listen to the previous episode. Mm-hmm. From a year ago. From a year ago. It was like, like maybe within Uber, like the 20s, right? I think we like, looked at it. Like 18, yeah, 17. Like, yeah. Damn. It's like episode like 18. 17 and 18, because we did Get Out one episode yeah. and Us is one episode. We were doing uh, directors. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go check out those. I would, I would like to get into the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Literally, Literally. get into the Twilight Zone. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm super excited for Nope mm-hmm. and seeing like, <laughs> like seeing just like what he's going to do mm-hmm. with a UFO story. Yeah. And like this weird, like fire in the sky type Mm-hmm. Uh, invasions of invasion of the body yeah. snatchers, and I really like Kiki Palmer too. So. Mm-hmm. It's episode eighteen. Episode eighteen. Peel back the layers, and then the next one. Oh, family is us. Yeah, eighteen and nineteen. Eighteen, nineteen. Mm-hmm. That was fifty weeks. I'm about ago. to go listen to those <laughs> <laughs> and be like, "Damn, we don't know what we're talking." There was about. some had me cracking up days afterwards. <laughs> But but yeah, I'm excited to revisit the joy because I haven't watched Jordan Peele's movies since you know since last then? year. Wow! So I'm excited to you know do that and uh, just talk about how I feel about Nope, and then we're gonna see it and then talk about it. Mm. So we'll be talking about everything. Yeah. And then um, yeah, it's I'm excited to see. I'm been excited to see Nope for the past year, ever yeah. since he announced that he was coming out with the movie. Because remember last year. 
Ooh, that's why we I think we started talking about it because of uh we got we saw the yeah poster for it. On July twenty second, twenty twenty one, Jordan Peele announced nope. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we one were year. like he gave us one year of like knowing about it. And then we got mm-hmm. a trailer during the Super Bowl or so or the final not the finals. I think the Super Bowl. It was like early in the year. Yeah, it had to be. I remember none of none of us knew what the fuck was. I think you called it. You were like, I think this is nope. Because mm-hmm. it was very, that was a trailer where it was still very, like, it's not even the trailer we got now. It's still very, like, ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? They still mm-hmm. didn't show the pill thing yet. The mm-hmm. ship. They still didn't show that yet. Yeah, that was from the new trailer. Yeah. I think that trailer uh, was during the finals. Okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last month. Mm. And knowing him, that didn't do anything to the movie. It might. I bet you that thing plays like this much of a role oh, right. in that fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna look up to see like how much, you know, creative control mm-hmm. he had over it, which probably a lot, considering he has his own production company. Right. But I want to, you know, look into it. But I all I we don't know anything about the movie, which is great. Mm-hmm. Love and, that. And so, and like a lot of movies show the entire movie like that, the new movie, uh, the bullet train, Brad Pitt, that shows, we watched the whole movie in the trailer. It shows every single time we go to the movies and it's just, and there's like a new trailer that shows more shit and it's just like, God, like now I'm not even excited to see it anymore. (laughs) It's like, you know, one movie, what do you guys, have you guys seen the trailer of that movie, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? No. The A twenty four movie no. with Pete Davidson. You know we're late to the movie. Oh, never mind. I was just gonna say I'm not. I want to know what you guys thought about it because I'm not that excited to see it. It mm-hmm. looks like an old horror movie from the seventies, mm-hmm. but who am I? Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Speaking it's of, it's like uh, a very millennial movie that I'm just like not excited about. Yeah. Speaking of Brad Pitt, <laughs> did you see? He did an interview for the GQ where they talked about like his his diagnosis or whatever, like him being able to not recognize people's faces. So that comes off as him being like an asshole type type of thing. And he's Who's like, oh, that? yeah, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, oh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they would always call him like an asshole for like not remembering people or not like acknowledging people. And he's like, it's an actual like somebody said something wrong with he's fucking Brad Pitt. Right. <laughs> Everyone, even famous people, want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, he has to talk to movie executives, managers, agents. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, he looks like he smokes a lot of weed. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, it's something, some type of disease or syndrome or something. He was going blind, I think. I don't He's know. like, I'm blind. I can't see everybody. Like, nigga, please. <laughs> Just say you don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah. He, they say he doesn't seem like an asshole. I mean, know? Ellen got canceled for being an asshole, so I don't think anybody wants to come off as an asshole. So they're like, oh, I got a, a syndrome. We've been <laughs> watching Elliot Page. Oh, yeah. On uh, That's not Umbrella his name Academy. anymore. He's Elliot. Elliot. I We're, not it, Ellen. You're talking about Ellen. No, no, no. What was the old name? Ellen. Ellen. Is I got confused last night too. Wait, is Elliot uh, like a unisex name? Elliot. Yeah. Would you say? No. That sounds like a girl name to me. I think it's just because it's him. 
mm-hmm. you just probably feel like it's always even when he was Juno, it's like I thought your name is Juan, dude. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Elliot. I could have seen a girl if a girl told me her name was Elliot. I would be like, oh. I mean, you would accept it, but but her the his name was Ellen Ellen Page. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was Elliot Page. Maybe I knew. That's how good. Right. Maybe <laughs> I that's, why about, that's how good that motherfucker is. Maybe I, I told a man that was like. All you did was cut your hair. You're right. That's exactly it. the same person. That's yeah. it. Snip, snip, snip. Because it's not like when he was a woman, he looked very bodacious. He wasn't like he still had like a little boy inception, body. Inception. If if his hair was cut in Inception, same person. Same thing. Exactly. Same person. Same person. As Umbrella <laughs> Academy. Now it's just more like boy clothes. Yeah. You know, quote unquote boy clothes. Looks way more comfortable. Right. When he when he kisses a woman, it just makes more sense now. Kissing the boy used to be so awkward for Ellen Page. Mm-hmm. You're like, That's why her I mean, at the time her and Michael Sarah and Juno worked perfectly. Were, yeah, it was super awkward. Mm-hmm. It was it just worked. It made it it made sense at the time. Everybody loves Juno. Mm-hmm. Juno's a good movie. Juno's great. But she but he is doing really well in that. But they're also playing it up. They're like, oh yeah, his name is Victor now, and everybody's like, they're not playing it Wait, up. Do they as do much. that in the show? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, they have he to. You have to. He transgender in the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, which is super. Like, I'd, I've heard about that show. I never. I've been recommended. Um, Umbrella Academy is a good show. Yeah. Right now we're like on pins and needles. Like what the fuck? You know what is a good show is that Altered Carbon with Anthony Mackie. That is a great show. I That's that. I couldn't crazy. commit to it. In the middle of the pandemic, I was like. What the fuck? It's such a good fucking movie, uh, TV show. What was that movie he was in where he was the fucking android? Eight Mile. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, in my head, I said, "Was he an android in Eight Mile?" Like for some reason, in my head, I was like, (laughs) "Wait a minute, was he?" Um, where he was an android? Was that not a Black Mirror episode? No, he was. It was like he was a a military robot. Hurt Locker. <laughs> Outside the Wire came out twenty twenty one. Oh, I've heard about. I've heard about that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a Netflix movie. That was actually he was actually really good in that movie. Anthony Mackie. He's, he's an android, and I'm not gonna spoil it, but he's an android that works for the military. So, but he has rank, so he has. They have to like respect him. He's a captain. So they have to like respect this android, mm. and there's a big, it's a whole thing. The whole thing, that. I'm sure. Yeah. Didn't we have an idea one time about like getting our best Netflix movies, like our favorite, like ranking top five Netflix movies? Um, uh, I think we did. I think we wanted to. I because I remember being like, "Why is everybody I, cracking their necks?" Did both you hear that? I hear both of y'all. You did it, then you did it. Oh, I did it like man. a few minutes ago. Um, I needed it. I remember Damn. thinking. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. We need to call a chiropractor. That was so easy. Just have a mic as they crack in your back. But um, what else is there to talk about? More. It's uh, hot as fuck outside. Top Netflix episodes or movies. That's a pretty good episode. When we have like, when there's no movie coming out that we feel like talking about. We can do that. We should, uh. Just like you already know, it's gonna be at the top. Topic. What's coming up after Nope? 
after Nope. Uh, there's that movie Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's a twenty four horror movie. I'll have to watch the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the well, bu- the Bullet Train movie. Um, we could do like a best movies on trains episode. <laughs> Train to Busan. Yeah, you already knew. <laughs> You already knew. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever cried to a zombie movie, Menda? Train to Busan is Train that to Busan is the one. Great zombie movie too. I'm trying to think. Imagine World War Z, but like in a train. Zombie movie. We just watched World War Z too. Yeah. That's actually a slept on zombie. Movie. What's the one uh, where he, he was living on the plane? And he likes the girl. What is it called? Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies. Isn't Romeo that like a Juliet. Shakespeare? Yeah. 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 That one. It's a good spin on uh, love being the ultimate power. Because when they kiss and fall in love, that's when they become not zombies again. We can also touch on... Train movies would be cool. That's Train what... movies would be good. Because the fucking... Uh... Snowpiercer. I like snow. I say What's the one, <laughs> the, chair. the fucking chair, the fucking the fucking movie with Chris Pine and Denzel Washington. Unstoppable, unstoppable boy. I haven't seen that. Any. I gotta see that. Amazing shit. Yeah. movie. You talking about anxiety inducing? That's Tony mm-hmm. Scott, baby. That's Tony Scott. <laughs> Tony R. Scott's <laughs> last movie. R.I.P. Yeah. What What are the train movies? Either Snowpiercer. Yeah. This was probably. Oh, Fuck, there's so many good... You know what I hate the most about myself? That line right there. I know that... The Polar Express. That is a... Oh, Murder on the Orient Express. That's what I was thinking. Both of them. We say Eastern Asian (laughs) No, Taking the Pelham 123. We're from Big Lebowski. Taking the Pelham 123, absolutely. Oh, the original or the remake? The Tony Scott one. Denzel. Yeah, Tony Scott did both of those. Yeah, and he, Unstoppable and P- Pelham One Two Three and Men on Fire and Deja Vu. <laughs> Damn, Tony, look up Tony Scott's filmography. Yeah, he did Top Gun, the first mm-hmm. one. Who the fuck is he? Had to kill himself. He killed himself. Yeah, he couldn't fucking. It was too much pressure. Those were all bangers you just said. Let me read it. Oh, I got it, man. It's like Kurt Cobain. Okay. I was like, I have it right here. So let me tell you. So his first movie, The Hunger, with David Bowie, is great. So he did Top Gun, Beverly Hills Cop 2, the best one. Definitely. Mm-hmm. He did uh, Revenge with Kevin Costner. He did Days of Thunder, yep. The Last Boy Scout, True Romance, written by Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. He did Crimson Tide. Peak Gene Hackman, mm-hmm. peak Denzel. No, I wouldn't say peak Denzel, but great Denzel. Yes, mm-hmm. he did the fan, Wesley Snipes, Robert De Niro. He did Enemy of the State. Yep. with Will Smith. He did Spy Games with Robert Redford, uh, Man on Fire, Domino, mm-hmm. Deja Vu, The Taking of Pelham One Two Three, and his last movie is Unstoppable. He never missed. Never. <sighs> Never. And let's take a look at his brother. He still killed himself. That's just, that's, he knows his sickness, man. That's crazy. Yeah. He was winning out this bitch. In every way, and from the outside looking in, you was winning out this motherfucker. 
Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. His first movie is The Duelist with Har- Harvey Keitel. Mm-hmm. Second movie. His second movie, Alien. Mm. Third movie, Blade Runner. Fourth movie, Legend with Tom Cruise. That wasn't our Hall of Fame, but no, still great. No, definitely not. Uh, Someone to Watch Over Me. Never seen that one. Has Mimi Rogers in it, though. Uh, Black Rain, Thelma and Louise. Good. Uh, G.I. Jane. He Good. did Gladiator. Great. Hannibal, Black Hawk Down, Matchstick mm. Men. My favorite Ridley Scott movie, American Gangster. Great. Body of Lies, Robin Hood with Kurt Russell. Prometheus, he did The Counselor. He did The Martian with Matt Damon. Ooh. He did Alien Covenant. And Great. he made this movie called All the Money in the World with Mark Wahlberg and Jessica Biel. Never seen that. Never seen it. He did The Last Duel in the House of Gucci. Mm. That, that's not a miss, is it? House of Gucci? A lot of people didn't like it. It's a miss. <laughs> so you were one of the ones who said you didn't like it. I was like, yeah. a lot right. of people didn't like it. I tried watching it, and I'm like, it doesn't. Because I gave The Last Duel another chance. Because uh-huh. I liked it, but I didn't love it. I was like, let me rewatch The Last Duel. Loved it. I didn't I didn't like House of Gucci in theaters. Mm-hmm. And then I rewatched it because it's on, free on Prime. Yeah, and you were like, and I'm still like, don't like it. Oh, uh, no. Is it just the accents or the acting and story? It's like, it's just like the tone is very flat and boring. Mm-hmm. The act, like Lady Gaga is like just not good <laughs> in that movie. She's just like, it's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like Adam Driver and, and like everybody in the movie is a great actor, mm-hmm. but they're missing. Mm. I think Lady Gaga, I said that during the trailer. I was like House of Gucci trailer. I was like, she's, Lady Gaga's doing a Russian accent. She's playing an Italian woman. And I'm like, what are you doing? I don't know. I was like, this movie is a mess. But uh, The Last Duel is sick. I'll say that. But my favorite is American Gangster. Nothing gets better than that. Yeah, that's a great movie. Or Gladiator is up there. We were talking about Gladiator. Yeah. Bomb one of people's favorite Jay Z albums too, American Gangster. I did listen to it after. People, lo- they say that's like in his top. American Gangster is pretty fucking sweet. There's a few songs on there that I have uh, saved on my library, and then, um, but yeah, R.I.P. Tony Scott. Why did we bring him up? He's oh, because of something. Train yeah. Train Movie. Train Movies, yeah. And uh, yeah, killed himself. Jumped off a bridge. That's wild, man. Mm. Um, train movies wouldn't be a bad idea, but next week is nope. But the week after that, there's nothing to talk about. Train movies. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch Snowpiercer, babe. That was in you bet- haven't seen it yet. That man? was no. in between. What was that in between? Winter Soldier, or was it between the first and that the second? That was before one? Winter Soldier. That was between the first and the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Snowpiercer is um that's talk about elitist. <laughs> that's all about class. Yeah. But I think we can end on that. Absolutely. Get ready for Nope next week and yeah. the following week is train movies. Which will be crazy. And go fucking watch movies, guys. I get a lot of people who say like you guys keep reviewing new movies. I'm not listening. 
Well, go fucking watch the movie. Then. <laughs> Shit, go man. to the movie theaters. Yeah. It's not that expensive. I'm just kidding. It's really not this that. Is... For one person, it's really not that expensive. If you go and just watch the movie and don't eat nothing, you'll be okay. <laughs> also, if you go before 1 o'clock. Yeah, get catch do. a matinee. We went at 10 a.m. baby. Mm-hmm. We was right there at 10 a.m. Catch those morning shows. They're like, the, you'll get like 25% off your baggie. tickets. Mm-hmm. And then... um, You get the fresh food because they just making it. Fresh popcorn. Fresh everything when you go first. No butter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are we... Are we not talking no, about yeah. it. Yeah. But they'll find out. I don't, there's like no movies coming out in August. I'm Most looking... starting. I know that's probably why I keep smelling the food downstairs. Um, I yeah, there's no fucking movies. No, she's here. <laughs> we'll have a if you want everyone to come on. We're the crowd dancing to talk about it because you read the book. Yeah. No, I, I thought, thought that she... was a joke. Hmm. Uh, she, your mom really did read. Yeah, she yeah. did. Yeah, she wants I to see you the were movie too. A joke. You like so did your mom. There like, you go. Nice. You can take both. You can take <laughs> both of them to the movies. Yeah. Because Same. none of this. <laughs> really matters. That's a plan. Even better. All right, let's wrap it up. Yeah. All right.